Hi, welcome to Real Talk episode 47. I'm Todd, this is AJ, Yo. and we're back. Here we Ready are. Ready to attack with love. That's right, with love, because we love all of you. Yep. <laughs> so as you guys know, uh, we, we had a week break in between there. You want to let everyone know what happened? Yeah, I got terribly sick. I had like influenza with a high risk of pneumonia, and I didn't even get a prescribed inhaler. And, and wait, inhaler? <laughs> <A> prescribed inhaler? <laughs> I didn't get it. So okay. I almost spit at you, dude. <laughs> so all right, you meant um, inhaler. Yeah, an inhaler, and I didn't get it, and I extended my sickness because I'm a dummy. But anyways, I'm here. I'm better. So we had a week off because I was I was trying not to to get you know. So when he talks about this, he doesn't even make context. He was prescribed an inhaler. That's right. <clears throat> he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Weeks pass. He continues to get sick. I get him to go back. He goes back to the doctor. Picks the inhaler up that day. 24 hours later, is walking around, <laughs> having joined people's company. Yep, it's true. <clears throat> 48 hours later, it's like nothing happened. So less than anybody out there, if you get sick and a doctor prescribes you an inhaler, you should probably do it and get it. <laughs> yep. So if you, take, if you take nothing from the show today, at least know that Get an inhaler. <laughs> Get yourself a inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> Get a inhaler. So, oh, uh, yeah, we had a we had a week off. It's kind of a weird week um, because of that. It kind of threw, you know, our schedule in general, even sure. here at the church, because things had to continue going on. And, That's right. Uh, yeah. So uh, we took a week off. We were here for live. You weren't there for that either. No. Nope. So that was kind of weird. Uh, pretty good show, though. Well, um, you were you joined us virtually. That's right, man. From your fun. your dark cave That's that right. you were <laughs> hidden in. Um, so we did a four person panel. It was pretty good. Uh, got quite a quite a bit of views, which is really cool that people oh, tune in for that. And it was uh, yeah, so we finally are back for episode forty seven. Here we are. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So we're heading up. We're coming up on episode fifty, which is so surreal. It is. We're going to have a special guest for episode 50. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a specific individual that when we first started this, they said, I'll come on in episode 50. And we're almost I mean, there. You know he, he didn't think we'd get that far. No, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> and so, here we are. Here's hoping um, <laughs> oh, that we make it. That's right. Um, yeah, so it's kind of where we're at. We're, we are really excited to be back. So just some business in case you guys forgot. Up above, you'll see two links. The first is if you have questions to ask or topics... We're up to 956 questions answered here on Real Talk between this live and, of course, we have our in-service um, right. sermon series that's ongoing, continuing. We do every – really, it's become about 12 weeks now. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you know what? We need we need more topics and questions. That's we right. need you guys to – I mean, I know you got them. I know you're thinking because you're smart, sharp people. So why don't you share that with us and let us share it with the world. So that link is www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. Hit the link, a form fillable box comes up, tippity tap, that's you typing. You submit, hit submit, and your question goes into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we tried. And then the second link below that is an opportunity for you guys to join us uh, financially in this ministry. You know, we wrestled with this a long time, whether to even offer, offer the opportunity. Yeah. We decided, you know what? Um, there, this blesses a lot of people, and we want to it be does. able to do that. So, uh, yeah, if you click that, it's www.theremnant.life slash give. There'll be a, a little page show up. You can do it from your phone. There's a drop-down box. It'll say offering. You can go down to Real Talks. Right. Enter your information. Submit. It could be a reoccurring at one time. And, you know, any little bit helps, guys. That's um, right. It does cost money to run this, mm-hmm. but this is our ministry, and we'll keep doing it. But if you want to join us in that, 
more than you already are because if you're watching this, you're already a part of it. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Yes. And that's the business at hand. Business is done. So now we'll go ahead and we kind of know a little bit about your week, but how's your yeah. uh, uh, how's your week been this week or? Yeah, it's been it's been a roller coaster, man. I, yeah, it's funny because when we first did, it, 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 I can't speak. When we yeah. did the intro, didn't that I was trying. I know it's it's been a minute. Um, so when we were doing the intro, I was like, I don't want to speak too much into it, and that's why I said Haler instead of Inhaler, and then just blew up, and then you, we had to explain. But anyways, so yes, I was very sick, um, and I there was a point in time for most of the last week where I literally I like I didn't leave the bed except to like use the restroom like that was it like I didn't do barely anything That's like cool. I, w- I would get up maybe like make like a bowl of cereal like mm. Captain Crunch um <laughs> and I learned a lot man like I because I was just miserable and I remember just laying there like, and <laughs> we have we have a friend who he was really sick um you know a month or two ago now I think and he said that you know, 10 minutes felt like five hours. And like, I was experiencing that myself and these days would just drag. And I was like, man, like it kind of put a whole new perspective on life. And in my, like, in my opinion, you know, and just how, how to live it sometimes, because I, it made me realize, man, that there's people who don't have a choice Mm -hmm. and they, what I'm experiencing right now is their life every day. And I was like, man, I was like, this is yeah, just... that's convicting. And to think that those people, you know, some of those people who are even in this position, they are still hopeful, and they have good attitudes and all these things. And I was like, man, that is... And that was something that I kind of reflected back on when I was starting to get better. But then there was another part of it was also that, man, like, just, it was lonely. And, like, I was like, there's people who do live like this, and, you know, but they don't want to, and they're stuck in it. And I was like, man, like, it kind of... In a way, I developed... You know, because I, I, I already had a heart for those people, but it just kind of made me have an even bigger one, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, like, that's a tough place to be when you just can't do anything, you know? Even just laying there hurt, you know? And so as the week progressed, you know, I just kind of, you know, I would do my best, you know, just be in God's word every day. And, you know, and if I needed, you know, if I needed to talk to somebody, I would talk. And even then, you know, a lot of it was to God. And, like, it was just one of those things where... It reminded me that no matter what kind of position you're in or situation, God can always teach you something too. And like, yeah, that's true. And it was just, honestly, in a way, I was actually journaling earlier before this episode, and that's actually something I wrote in my journal. Was like, man, like being sick like that was in a way a blessing because it did give me that perspective. I was able to learn from it, and I was able to appreciate being up right now and sitting in front of this camera talking because a week ago I couldn't, and um. It was refreshing to come back because, you know, one thing that I talk about a lot on this show is taking things for granted. You always, we always do. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, the longer you're in something, the more you take it for granted mm-hmm. unless you are so intentional. And um, so I'm just so appreciative, man. So appreciative of everybody watching. I'm appreciative of you, Intern Clint. I'm appreciative of this church. Just appreciative of everything, man. And like when you go through something like that, you know, it gives me that perspective and I just want to cling to that perspective of how thankful I am just to be here right now, you mm. know, and have that carry on, you know, and I'm hoping that that stays, but that was, that was my week. It was, it was, you know, it was rough, but it was also a blessing because God taught me a lot while I was laying there. <laughs> so it was good, man. It was good stuff. But. Yeah. I, that's, 
Um, I had two thoughts that you were sharing. One was, so recently you said people's lives. So we've got two <clears throat> two families in our church that are being impacted by family members with serious illnesses. And in fact, one of them, um, <clears throat> one of their, their mother just passed away, mm-hmm. graduated, because she's a believer. So she's mm-hmm. she's celebrating. Amen. She's not sad. I love that. You know, she's, <clears throat> she's up there uh, feeling good. But for a long time before this happened, mm-hmm. you know, she's essentially bedridden. That's right. And uh, someone went and saw her um, probably a month ago and came back and told me that it was one of the most incredible things I'd ever seen because she was still so joyful mm. while she was laying there mm. and, and and speaking truth and testifying. And, and uh, But man, and we have another f- family, close to dear friends of ours, whose mother is also battling um, cancer right now. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I think sometimes we... I don't know. I think we just kind of do take for granted, you know, so I think about those people a lot and like what, what that's, you know, how they're just how, you know, think about that. Like you, you had that for a week, right? That's right. Just and they've lived that for months. That's I mean, right. Battling and feeling terrible. And <clears throat> so it's, it's interesting and it makes those people really incredible. Agreed. Um, that they're even able to smile, you know, once or anything like that. Yes. It also reminds me of when, you know, I five years ago, I had a really, six years ago now, serious back injury. Yes. And I couldn't walk like w- more than a couple steps for about three months. And then even after that, it took about seven months for me to be really even back. And then, you know, you got to, I couldn't, I was told I couldn't run or lift or praise God, I, I have been able to do those things. But I remember laying there and it was very similar to what you said. And it's like. You take for granted things. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, we do it just do it all the time, and some of it it's not something to guilt us about because that's just the nature of life. Yeah, but you know it's easy to. For instance, we take for granted that we can walk, but if you couldn't walk, you'd be looking at everybody being like, "Oh my man, gosh, I wish I could walk." Yep. You know exactly. So uh, I like that. That you know it makes you like you said you uh, gives you perspective. It yes. helps you to appreciate the things you oh, have. Man. It really has. I'm so <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, I, I used to, I think the goal would be to be that appreciative all the time, not just when you lose yes, those things. that is the so, goal for sure. You're so right, man. That's good. So, yeah, that's interesting, man. I get it, though. Yeah. Because when I had that back injury, I feel like I kind of learned the same thing. Like, man, took a lot of stuff for granted, you know? And you can almost yes. become arrogant in that. Oh, dude. Yes, that's so good. So, but how's your week, man? I did it. Yeah. That was good timing. Um, pretty good, I guess. We've had, uh, we started something, I don't, I mentioned this, I believe, a couple weeks ago, we've, we can't go real into depth, we started this more intense men's ministry, mm-hmm. and sort of branched off our men's group called Lionheart, yes. and, uh, man, so, so cool, a lot of freedom for people, a lot of, uh, chains broken, That's as, as Greg, I love that our brother Greg says, you yes. know, all this kind of stuff. People having joy again and not living in condemnation and growth. Mm. But with that's come a lot of spiritual attacks, man. Oh, no and, kidding. Uh, it's been and a lot of us, for a lot of us. So it's in this weird place of being... It's an exciting time around here. Um, but it's been tough, too. So for me, something I've been really trying to do, which I haven't really told anyone, I haven't even told you, because... Uh, you weren't around, but mm-hmm. the, probably for the last close to a week, I've really tried to slow down and focus on my, sounds ridiculous, but focus on my 
relationship with God and kind of get back to the things, go back to him in the places that spoke to me and changed me so long ago. So rereading a couple books that I know he used to change my life, reading old journals. It's funny you started journaling because I started reading them and really letting myself go back there mm. um, to see. That's right. Perspective. Yeah. And, uh, man, two weeks, two Sundays ago, not this Sunday, the Sunday before, I actually had a moment. And I was fine. It was a good day. And, man, I, I actually ended up cr- kind of crying just thinking about where I came from. And um, it's just surreal sometimes in a good way and also convicting that I, I saw this guy, this young guy that had such a passion. Uh, and then, and dreams, and then to see part of it happening and going, how is this possible? You know, because I had no clue uh, what was going to happen. I just knew I wanted people to know the gospel that wouldn't get a chance or not getting the chance to hear it. And um, or maybe we weren't reaching out to because we've talked about this in America. We tend to assume that uh, everyone knows the gospel. Right. When they don't. Um, And that's it's a dangerous thing to assume that everyone knows. Mm. So anyway, man, uh, it's been pretty good. I feel like I'm trying to. (laughs) It's so symbolic, kind of nerdy, but like I'm going out in the wilderness again to meet him mm. and to have him speak to me. And um, I don't mean that hyper mystically, but truthfully, just slowing down because you know I go, go, go. That's right. So slowing down and, and focusing good. on that because, yeah, that's and just I don't know. So it's been interesting. I don't even know how to put it into words. That's probably why I'm rambling. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. So. That's kind of where I'm at. A lot of exciting stuff happening around here and trying to keep everyone focused on the good and not to miss it, miss where we're at in our attempt to get where we're going. Mm. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. It's been a pretty decent week. It's um, good. It's good. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I, I like what you said um, about like the wilderness thing, go out in the wilderness and trying to find your heart. It sounds like. Dude, that's, a, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think somewhere along the line, you know. When you, I don't know, and just to see how God has, has answered <laughs> prayers, you know, I used to pray all the time. I was reading my old journal, God, make me a warrior of you, like, make mm. me, and it's like, you've heard me say, like, man, everything in my life is a fight, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So, anyway, really excited, got to, I've gotten to speak to, to, to people and kind of a lot the last two weeks, um, just in church, and who come in and talk and share their lives, and man, just, it's so crazy how God's working on all of us at the same yes. time in different ways. Mm. So pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. It's good stuff, man. I miss this. It was, yeah. It's nice to hear, you know, your mind and it's good to get my mind out there. You know, this is, we've talked about this before, but it's so, when you miss something like this, like when this is a weekly thing and you miss it, like you, you realize like, holy cow, like, man, that means a lot, mm-hmm. you know? So thank you for sharing, man. Yeah. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for asking. Thanks <laughs> for asking. <laughs> So we have three questions today. We'll see what we mm-hmm. get to. Uh, and we have a mixture of a card and then the others are on the phone. Okay. Uh, clearly I should read this one because <laughs> there's no way you're going to read that. Um, little weird fact. So I don't know if anyone's actually watching. If you look at my finger, uh, look how disgusting that is. So it's like a scoop now. What happened was we were in a – played a lot of football over the years, but we played flag. Mm-hmm. And I went to swat. This was a couple years ago. I went to swat a ball. Were you there that day? I was. Yeah, I was in the stands. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then my finger 
was horribly dislocated and I never went to the doctor and I kept playing. <laughs> so my fingers did me. All that to say, Todd, why are you telling us this boring story? Because my handwriting, I've literally I had to, I was telling one of the guys in the church this, I've legitimately had to teach myself how to write again. Jeez. Even just recently, because my finger isn't the same shape. So the way I right. hold the so, pen oh, is completely different. Reminds really when, weird. Reminds when I had to write right-handed because when I broke my hand. Oh yeah, did you get pretty good? Yeah, I can. It's it's okay. Like if I take my time, like it's it's legible. But how long? So I was like what six weeks or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. makes sense. <clears throat> All right, that was in fourth grade too. Terrible time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, it's a little kid. Like, yeah. So this question is interesting. I thought it was really easy to answer at first. Mm -hmm. um, I looked, peeked at it before we started. Clearly, um, but then it gets a little. This gets a little deeper. Okay. So. As you guys know, when we answer these questions, um, they get sent in. We don't do a lot of pre we don't do prep work on these things, so we're just kind of sharing from our heart. So if anything right. else, we don't promise to have all the right answers. We just promise to take it seriously and hopefully we point it back to scripture and get you guys thinking too and thinking through some of the hard things in life. So I just want to give that. Uh, oh man, what's that word called? Preface. Yeah, not preface though. In this case. Uh, Prerequisite. No, <laughs> just kidding. Moving on. I'll think about it sometime. Uh, you know the clause that gets you out of things. Anyway, <laughs> if a Christian confesses something to you that's illegal, do you turn them in? Mm. They're genuinely confessing it because they want to stop. They won't turn themselves in. How far does grace go in that case? Um, this is interesting because this this immediately makes me think of like guidance counselors, right? Or, uh, no, actually, let me, take a, let me take it a step further. Um, even just like general, um, not guidance counselors, but... Uh, Therapists? Yes, thank you. Therapists. You know, if you have a guy come in there, you know, and, and he's a patient of yours, and uh, you know, you're talking to him for a while, and then if he just feels comfortable enough to confess that he murdered somebody, like, you have to, like, you have to, please. You know, mm -hmm. like, that's just part of it. You know, that's obeying the laws of the land in mm -hmm. a way, too. I think that applies to us, too. You know, I think... Um, it just depends. You said they said it's illegal, right? Yeah, it's uh, legal. Do you turn them in? So here's where it gets confusing. I thought the same thing. Yes, what about pot? Levels. Yes, somebody's like, smoking that's, that's pot. I was about to get into too. Do you make them go to the police station <sighs> and you call the cops and say this guy's smoking marijuana? Like, mm. that's tough, man. Yeah, that's that's, that's where it gets hard. Yeah, that's it. Because I was with you. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, it's easy, right? Because when we think illegal, we always think those big things. Murder, well, let's back down. Right. You know, what what Cocaine. point do you not? Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> That's good. Maybe, maybe you do. Maybe you do. I don't, I don't know. I'd say, oh man, that sucks because I don't want to put levels in there. <laughs> but there's human levels, right? Like, yeah. that's the thing. Because, like, when you think of it's hard because, like, I'm trying to apply the justice system mm -hmm. and with faith, and I don't know if it works. I think that's why they're asking. Yes. And, like, I don't know if that, I think it clashes. I think at the end of the day, no matter what, if you decide to turn somebody in and what, I think you got to follow the spirit in that. Um, if someone's smoking pot and you're like, I can, you know, and your spirit's like, you know, it's okay. Like, 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 try to work with them through this. Follow that, you know. But if someone, you know, is doing, but if you do feel followed, you know, if you think that you can't help them and they do need to be in an isolated place to get better, like jail or like mm. wherever, do it. You know, um, I think it's, I think it's situational. Um, yeah, I, and you know, this is this is one of those questions that. You know, people out there might get, if they're not thinking it through, might come at us a little bit. But let me, mm -hmm. this, the thought I had while you were, while you were talking was, mm -hmm. maybe the line is when it's affecting other people. That's good. 
So, you know, if you, <laughs> you murdered someone, mm-hmm. you, um, I don't know, are, it could be a hundred things. You, yeah. Abusing, beating, chill, I don't know, like, then maybe they're, maybe that's when <clears throat> you I tell like them. that look. Yeah. It's, you know, the question specifically says, they're genuinely confessing it. Do you, yeah, do you turn them in? I think for me, right now where I'm at is, does, is this harming someone else? Or is it to the point that it's causing permanent harm to them? Mm. So cocaine, things like that, you know, if they're not willing to get help, mm-hmm. you know, actual help, you know, you, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, this is a really good question. Absolutely. I think we are called to follow the laws of the land to the best of our ability. Mm. And as far as grace goes, like, I don't think grace stops there. Like, even if you Sure, do, I don't think they're yes, both the same thing. Exactly. Like, I don't think if you decide to turn someone in for that, like, you, that doesn't mean you're not showing them grace. Because if anything, you are trying to love them, truly love them and help them. And that doesn't mean you can't go see them. That doesn't mean you can't do all these other things, that, you know, to love them while they're away or whatever. You know, I think grace does not stop just when you decide to turn somebody in. You know? Yeah, I like what, you know, on paper, the easy answer is... And also, let me go back to grace real fast. Mm-hmm. You know, God's grace covers all those things. So how far does it go? It goes, That's right. there's no limit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had someone from a different, <laughs> we've had a person say, a uh, church leader criticize us by saying we take grace too far, which I think is such a ridiculous concept. Mm-hmm. God's grace goes all everywhere. You know, it, there's no limit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, our, I think what they mean here is our grace as far as allowing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think on paper, you know, we follow the laws of the land. Yeah. Uh, but even like pot and stuff, drugs, there's other options that are showing, you know, because we allow people to turn go to, uh, what are those called? Rehab centers. Yeah. You know, when a person goes to a rehab center and says, I'm on cocaine, do they, do they call the cops on them immediately? Mm-mm. No, they don't, right? Like no, they, they, they so I think, help, yeah. you know, repentance is going to show itself. So someone confessing something, repentance shows itself in the in their response to their sin. That's good. So a person that wants to truly repent. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can show your repentance with marijuana, cocaine, and all those things by stopping and by going to um, rehab or whatever, right? Sure. If you murdered someone, yeah. repentance is going to show itself in a different way. It's going I to show agree. itself in confession. Yes. It's going to show itself in wanting to, you know. Lord, I don't even, it's such a weird thing to even talk about. Absolutely. Well, I think you're right. And I think that's where you're, like, what you first initially started out with. I would certainly encourage them to do so. Absolutely. I think that's what you said earlier, that that's where that line is kind of drawn in a sense. Because, like you said, once it directly affects somebody or or has, yes, then that's when it's time. Yeah. Plus, someone's not going, if someone is coming to you and actually confessing murder, like, we're going to the way... That's what we tend to do. We go to the worst ones, right? Yeah. Typically, they they're ready to be done. They're ready to, mm. conf, you know, confess or right. whatever. Right. That's <clears throat> that's usually not just. A so we're that's the thing I'm trying to remember. We're not talking about so we find out. If we find out, we definitely we're talking about someone that comes to confess. Most of the time, they're ready to. I can't imagine a situation where they're telling me that anyway. Mm. You know, we're like creating scenarios that aren't realistic. So there's a difference between a buddy coming like. I should and then we're like, dude, you've got, we got to tell someone. Someone comes, I need to confess this. And then we walk with them to the police station, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I think let's take it down some notches. It sure. gets, it's it's different when you're back to marijuana, you're back to, you know, I don't know, prostitution, whatever Theft, else. Like stealing. Yeah, stealing. You know, it's going to show itself. True confession and repentance is going to show itself in the response to that afterwards. So, 
That's good. Yeah, this is a great question, though. Absolutely. I mean, it makes that's, us think through things. Yes, that's life, too. <clears throat> that's real life. Like yeah. People deal with that stuff, so good question. All right, now to the phone. <laughs> Honestly, man, I think I could have read that card. I think I could have. If you think you have bad handwriting, but I think it's legible. We're also both lefties, so it makes sense. I'll let you read it since I read the last one. Okay. It's right there. Don't go down. That's the second question. Okay. So, so it's just this part. Gotcha. All right, so this <clears throat> next question is, we as Christians so often forget basic truths in the midst of living life. Okay, you better slow her down and read, read it louder. Because <laughs> I'm even going, what? <laughs> we as Christians so often forget basic truths in the midst of living life. And in parentheses, it says, having joy being patient, loving one another, etc. How can we make sure that we live out of the fruits of the Spirit on a more consistent basis? That's a good question. So we forget basic truths, mm -hmm. um, the being joy, loving one another, all that. How do we make sure that we live out of the fruits of the Spirit on a more consistent basis? We need to practice the disciplines, you know, do what Jesus said. So uh, we like to say, I just talked about this this weekend. So I compare it to Christians are like apple trees. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? Apple trees, by their very nature, grow apples. That's right. Right? That's mm -hmm. what they do. If an apple tree isn't growing healthy apples, they're small, whatever, what does that mean? It means that the apple tree is either diseased, unhealthy, or not getting what it needs, which is sunlight, nutrients, and sure. all that, right? Christians the same way. <clears throat> we are told that Christians, by their very nature, uh, have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has what's called fruits of spirit, patience, uh, peace, patience, joy, love, kindness, all those types of things. So a Christian, a healthy Christian, naturally will will uh, exhibit those things, right? Will naturally grow patience, peace, joy, all those right. kinds of things. So if they're not, then, you know, the problem isn't with God. It's with they're unhealthy in some way. They're not getting mm. what they need. So either... Their disease, meaning they're they're living in sin, maybe you know consistent sin which affects us, or right. they aren't getting what they need. What does Scripture say? We need to be praying. We need to be in the Word. We That's need right. to um, do all of those things. So, mm -hmm. how do we do it on a more consistent basis? We have to be focused on the truth. That's good. Are you in the Word? You know, I think it's one of the craziest. Are you praying? It's one of the craziest things about Christianity. How many times we hear people say, "I am miserable and I'm depressed," and mm -hmm. and then. And, I, and I've used this on myself. So when I say this, understand I challenge myself with this. The first thing I'm saying, God isn't coming through. And I'm like, have you done anything that he told you to do mm, before you're so complaining? Good. So yes. like, you know, I don't have any joy and peace. Okay, but have you done the things he told you to do? It's like saying, mm. I am so hungry. And, he, and you haven't eaten anything. And yes. he's like, hey, in the fridge, all you got to do is walk oh, over to the fridge and grab a piece of pizza. Yes. You know, or whatever. And we just don't do that. So... I think the way to do that on a more consistent basis is to constantly, well, one, do what he told you to do. Mm -hmm. Pray. Go to church. That's in the Bible. Be around other believers. Yes. Um, you know, Read scripture. All of those things. Yes. We tend to overcomplicate this process. Yes. And it's so funny. This actually reminds me, um, a couple weeks ago back in men's group, I can't remember who was sharing. It was someone was sharing. And, you know, it got a little in-depth. And then, and then this guy who actually doesn't come very often, but he's there. So he just kind of went, have you surrendered yourself fully to the Spirit? And I was like, Pfft. Yeah, I remember Oof. that. And I was like, dang. And like, it was just truth, man. And like, you know, we just, we overcomplicate it and we, we get so stuck in that. And, you know, when we go back to the basics, kind of like what the question asks, like when you go back to the basics, that's when you try to, you know, that's when you start to find your foundation again. That's when you start feeling that joy because you're just doing what you're supposed to do. You know, yeah. We get so lost <clears throat> in everything else. And we need even the disciplines of actually doing it. You know, mm -hmm. one of the things I think I'm learning, I'm practicing myself is, 
sometimes it's really tempting for me, let's say joy, or let's say patience, okay? I will be patient when I naturally feel patient. Well, that's not always the case. Sometimes I'm choosing to obey, mm. and I'm going to be loving when I don't feel it. I'm going to be patient when I don't feel it. I'm going to be joyful when I don't feel it, because that's faith, and in, and with that comes... You know the feelings later. You know, yes. we, sometimes we're just like kids. I don't wanna, you know, do it anyway. That's, children. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think we do. I think I think that's the easiest thing. You've got to do what he tells you to do. And honestly, man, it really reminds me of what I shared at the beginning with myself and going to get my heart again was to mm-hmm. slow down and go, Lord. Like, that's actually funny. That's actually one of my prayers. Like, Lord, I, I want I want to have that heart that I saw in those mm-hmm. journals. And, like, I still think it's there, but sometimes I don't show it because I'm not focused on the right things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I want to focus on you. And when I focus on you, then the things I do for you come out of a good place. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do things for you. And that's the only reason is I'm doing things because then I can forget why I'm doing it. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. Nothing, <clears throat> nothing that is done out of love means anything. That's not done out of love? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> what did I say? Nothing that's done out of love that means anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew what you meant. Whoops. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right, so one more question and get you guys out of here. All right. It says, demons and the devil are a reality that's not often discussed today mm-hmm. and is often downplayed in the church. Mm-hmm. What, is our, what is our role and responsibilities as believers in the church in dealing with such evil? Well, I definitely agree. I think... Um, You've mentioned this before, like in different contexts, like you've mentioned how people talk about having visions and all these things all the time. And like you talk about hyper spiritualizing everything. But one thing that is very real is that we do have an enemy um, and, you know, that they come in different forms. You know, we talks about in the Bible, it's like, you know, when is it? Paul? No, it's not Paul. It's some just random dude. Right. And he's like talking to that person. It's like we are legion. You know, oh, right? yeah. Yes. You know, they talk about that in the Bible. Oh, there's legion. many Jesus. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was just making sure. Um, and. So yes, the the reality is that there are, you know, entities out there that are out, you know, talks about the enemy being a roaring lion, you know, they're out to try to get us, you know, and they want to do everything they can to make us doubt, you know, to not pursue God. They want, they want, they want everything against God. They want you to believe that there is no God. Or if you do believe in God, they want you to be fearful and all these things. Like they just want the worst for everybody. And, you know, our role is to, is to believe through Christ, that we have the power to push those away. We need to push these entities away to, you know, to ignore those lies in our head, you know, that they are causing all these things. Like, you know, so um, it talks about in Scripture, you know, the apostles going around, you know, and Jesus going around, you know, casting out demons. Like, man, like, that's a real thing. And, like, I'm not saying we have to go around going, you know, hey, I'm going to cast you out. Like, it's not what I even mean. It's more like a you know, on a case by case thing, like, you know, it is our responsibility to, to be, I guess, with our brothers and our sisters, and, you know, and if they're feeling condemnation, all these things, there's probably a reason why, and we can pray for that, and that's for true, and there's power in Jesus' name, you mm, know, it's good, man. so, you know, we don't have to be, like, supernatural, you know, the show is supernatural, but oh, I'm doing yeah. all, this, all these things, but, like, <laughs> right, but, like, you know, Prayer is real and it's powerful, and Jesus, you know, gave us that power with the Holy Spirit to fend these things off. So I think our role is to deal with them um, on a case by case analysis, you know, case by case situation. Yeah. yeah. Basis, so yeah. I think it's important for us to know, like, let's biblically really fast. What do we know? Demons mm-hmm. are real. What are demons? Demons are fallen angels that rebelled against God. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they serve the enemy, Satan. <clears throat> um, it actually says some are bound in darkness right now and some are roaming still. It's crazy. Um, the ones that are roaming, <clears throat> they <clears throat> clearly can't get to God, uh, can't do anything to Him, so they try to harm. I like what you said. They try to make us doubt. They try to make mm-hmm. us sin. They try to make us walk away from God. All these, That's right. All these things, um, you know, as spirits, they can actually inhabit humans. You know, like they can, possession is a thing that is in Scripture. Yes. However, as a Christian, mm-hmm. Christians cannot be possessed because we're already indwelt by the Holy Spirit. That's right. <clears throat> Talks about that in First John. I mean, it's just, it's not possible. However, oppression, mm-hmm. and by, well, let's go with possession. Christ certainly did. We know that Jesus is um, <clears throat> more powerful. He is sovereign. Uh, it tells us numerous times in the Gospels that Jesus cast out demons with but a word. They knew him for who he was, and they feared him. Mm-hmm. Over and over, they said, uh, what do you want with us, um, you know, son of God, son of man? Uh, are you here to torture us before the appointed time? They know what the end is. Jeez. Um, and Jesus, you know, Jesus is, there is power in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. So they literally, the, the apostles did cast out demons of people in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and faith in him. It's not a magic word. It's that faith right, in him. Yes. And it's that Holy Spirit that's in us. That's proof of that. Mm. <clears throat> so that being said, can't be possessed. Oppression is something that is probably not ever talked, not, not ever, it's rarely talked about. Yeah. Though we cannot be possessed, we can be oppressed. That's now right. here's the thing about oppression. What is oppression? It is the temptations, the <clears throat> the plans, the ways to try to make us sin, disobey God. That's now, right. here's what's weird. If we continue to sin more and more without repentance, we allow oppression to get deeper and deeper. Until the mm. point, if you were to continue to live in a believer world, they can be influenced pretty strongly by the by these d- demonic things, as we see that in Scripture. They can be influenced by it. Mm-hmm. You know, before you know it, who knows what could happen, you know, by, if you continue to allow this. However, here's the beautiful thing. Scripture tells us that at any time we can repent mm-hmm. and come to God, confess our sins to, and boom, you know we're, we have access to any time. It's like it's like we are who we are. Identity doesn't change, but we can kind of fall in the mud because, and then start to believe that that's where we're from. Mm-hmm. And all we got to do is call out to Him, and He pulls us. Right? Mm, that's good. Um, <clears throat> so, as believers, we have to resist temptation to sin. We can't give them. Let the voice get louder. Can't give it a megaphone, which is what happens when we sin. Uh, we must be quick to repent and ch- and confess when we, you know, do those things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean every single thing we do, right? Every right. moment, but those willful sins that we do. Sure. And um, so, as believers, the Bible says that we are to submit to Christ and resist the enemy, and He will flee from us. Mm-hmm. Submit to God, um, trust in Him, believe in Him. Um, and remember that First John four four tells us that he who is in us, it, he who is in us, is greater than he who is in the world. We have nothing to fear. I do think you know Scripture also says don't be. I'm paraphrasing. Don't be overly obsessed with the spiritual world. Right. You know I don't. I, I personally don't think we should be going around hunting demons and all those no. things that some people do. Mm-hmm. You know, we sure, certainly should be aware of it. Yes. Um, we should be in prayer. Yes, I think there's things out there that happen. Super. You know, this is a real thing. Sure. Uh, scripture says our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers, principalities of this dark world, all that stuff. So be in prayer, be in the word, be with other believers, and don't give a, for lack of a better word, this is using Christianity a lot, a foothold. Don't give a, a hook that mm-hmm. they can continue to lie to you. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So what is our responsibility? Our responsibility is to resist those thoughts, mm. 
How did Jesus do it? Um, by using the word, by knowing the word of God, right? So when those thoughts come that say things like, you're condemned, you're scum, you might as well give up, you say no. Romans 8.1 tells me there's no condemnation in Christ. Mm. Um, you know, so hey, why don't you go and give in to that lust? You know, uh, the Bible says um, that I don't have to give in to that lust, that lust is a sin, that or, uh, you know, sexual immorality is a sin, and that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13, right? Mm. Knowing these things. Um, so yeah, we resist, the enemy flees from us, and I think that's the gist of it. Hopefully that answers their question. Yeah, I, th I think we covered quite yeah. a bit, so I think that should be good. <laughs> well, uh, you got anything else to say? Um, to close, thank you guys so much. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's good to be back. It's good to be healthy again. Um, it's good to, uh, man, just be back in the swing of things. I appreciate you guys still tuning in, you know, uh, to live. Like you said, it was a great episode. I loved it. Um, make sure you guys stick around for this upcoming Thursday uh, for Real Talk Live. 9 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Come Ooh. check it out. Um, other than that, I just love you guys so much. And if it wasn't for you guys, this wouldn't be a thing. And it's blessed me so much. So thank you so much. Yeah, I agree. Hey, thank you, man, for coming and being with us that day on live, even yeah. in the comments. You were there the whole time. So it was cool. It was, awesome. it was like you were still there. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys so much. You already know the deal. Uh, there's two links above. Go check those out. Ask questions. And feel free if you want to donate to this ministry, completely tax deductible. Um, please like, share comment on this video. What are your thoughts on it? Do you have other questions? Do you have things to add to the conversation? Because that's the way we view it. Uh, we'd love to hear those thoughts or just any, any encouragement at all or any questions you may have. Uh, if you don't want to use a link, you can even ask the questions in the comments below. Yep. But please do like and share. Um, when you share, if your person is going to share the video, a lot of times people will be more open to look at it if you write a little thing at the top like mm -hmm. just, hey, something I enjoy. Yes. Um, if you haven't liked our page, uh, click the Remnant Church at the top and go like, follow, and see first so you can Ooh. get updated with all the stuff we put out there. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, we do uh, appreciate you guys so much. Uh, if you're a believer out there watching this, we would love uh, pray for us. Yes, um, please. As we continue to try to you know, just encourage, love, and point people to Jesus, <clears throat> we certainly need it. Yes. Um, other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah. We appreciate you guys so much. We hope you have a great day. And truly, God bless you.